Radio, not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Every day will be Sunday. On the other side. Yeah, on the other side, not here. But on the other side, every day will be Sunday. And we thank God for it this morning. We thank Him that He's coming back one day. And He's looking for that church without the spot of That Mr. Mansfield Turner every day will be Sunday on the other side. And I tell you, we look forward to that. How many sick and tired being kind of sick and tired of the things that's happening in this whole world? Yeah, the things we have to see, you know, and pray for. And it's not a burden to pray for it. Many times, you know, this is not the way of God. And uh, he wished that none should perish. And we may try and witness to them and they don't want to hear what God says the Lord. They don't want to hear what God says. And so we just, sometimes it grieves us. Sometimes we cry over things because of what we see. I tell you. I was on TikTok. I, I, I have to come off because it is just too much. 
It is entirely too much. The devil is wide open. And the people don't see. He said when he returned, people would still be getting married. People would still be having babies. People still going to work, going to school. It's what they call business as usual. They'll still be doing the same thing. People are teaching their babies how to twerk uh, and all this kind of stuff and not paying attention, not uh, deciding to seek God, investigate to see if there is a God from a sincere heart. They're carrying on like he's not going to return. There really is no God. This is the way that they live their lives. Because they include sugar or they include God in a song or a rap or whatever. They make me a Christian and that they're really pleased in God. But I'm going to this morning, God just did not accept any and every old thing. Yeah. When we come to him, we come to him believing that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So daily, we got to seek God. Daily, we have to prepare for his return. We got to let our past go. Move on past that. And to the present with God. Because he have new things he desire of us. He have new things he want us to do. Yeah. He said, forget the better behind. And we have to press forward. Press towards of the prize of high calling. We got to do something different. Because if we're doing the same old thing, we're going to get the same result. If ever to seek God now is that time, I'm telling you. Because I don't know if these are the United States of America anymore. I don't know that. All I know is they calling it the U.S. or they just call it simply America because the United States of America have lost something. They are no longer united. Yeah. There are many southern states that are still behind the times of helping people and, you know, teaching people how to come out of poverty and all of these bad places. Uh, they're not coming together in a way where they can relate to the people so that the people can become educated and, and know that low income is not the way. Every tub must sit on its own bottom. How long will you expect the government to provide shelter for you, provide food for you, you know, provide money for you? How, how long will this continue? Because it's been generation after generation after generation. And if we want something different, we have to do something. And many times the government is not coming in to educate you on where you can come out of this. You have to seek these things for yourself because the government is straight. <laughs> they're, they're not looking for housing. They're not looking for food. They're not looking for income. They already established that for themselves. 
How many times you've heard people say, well, let's get the, the leadership uh, to take a pay cut. They're their pay, but they will cut yours. And there may be a day coming where there's no this and there's no that. What will you do? It brought me back to the place again, too. While we're preparing and waiting on God to return, we need to prepare our houses. You need to get food. You need to stock up water, tissue, cleaning supplies. I know we thought days were gone and we're back to normal and we just buy a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But you need to do that as often as you can, even if it's monthly. You need to store up for yourself the things that you will need, non-parish items. If you have children in the home, you want to get dried milk so that you can have milk for your children. Yeah. And you want to look into the way that you can store things. I, I see a lot of things you can vacuum pack on your own with just a plain, simple uh, Ziploc bag. You put it in water, leave the top open, and as you're putting it down, you know, get it down in the water, then you seal the top in a vacuum pack, whatever you put in there. Some things you can store in water for a very long time. Yeah. So we need to go back to looking into these things. Go back to looking into what you're going to need. Yeah. In the event that you can't get groceries, they told me that they're asking the farmers to receive three times much as they usually would make make to stop planting crops, to stop planting and making food to be delivered to grocery stores. So if all of this starts to take place, how will you eat? Do you have a garden? If you have room in your in your yard to plant, I would crop and freeze or whatever I need to do. And then even with the freezing, you know, you never know. So we may need to can some stuff, put it in jars, and start investigating stuff, you know, start looking up stuff that we can be prepared that if this stuff takes place, because we don't know if the United States belong to the United States anymore, if there's really a United States. Because like I say, it says U.S. and they say America. So we want to start preparing uh, for these things and preparing for the return of Almighty God. And if we're doing these things, we don't have time to get ourselves in trouble with living like the world. God has called many of us. We're still sitting down. We're still wondering when, how, and all of this. And God has already uh, showed you or told you or sent someone to tell you what you need to do. But then in a lot of cases, he calls some of us, but we're not ready because we really don't have faith enough in God. We have more faith in what we see in the world and, and more faith in what our flesh wants. But today is that day to go back to the old past and take a look around. And remember this, this is our topic for today. Recording your own movie daily. Remember this, you're recording your very own movie daily. 
you're the producer, the director, the leading actor. You're all of that in your own movie. Because one day God is going to play this movie back. And what will he see? And we won't be able to deny it because we'll know that is us. Every word and every deed we have to give an account of. So now is the time to start preparing and stop being concerned about what the world says and what the world is doing. We're peculiar people. We're not like everybody else. We're not doing what everybody else is doing. We're not talking the way everybody else is talking. We are forgiving, word-walking, spiritual-walking people. He said in his word, be ye holy for I am holy. And I asked the Lord to help me to pray more, and I found myself praying more, even yesterday. And that's a beautiful thing, talking to him more. And I said to myself, I don't care what I'm talking to him about as long as I'm talking to him, as long as I'm communing with him. I may be asking for something. I may not be asking for something. I may be just telling him something. It does not matter as long as I keep an open line of communication with him. Because I'm telling you, you know, not a day, not an hour, and he will return. He didn't tell us this because if he told us, we would know what day to get ready. He wants us to get ready every day. We're going to a great wedding. And anybody know when you prepare for a wedding, you just don't wear any and every old thing to a wedding. It's more of a formal. Most times it's a formal event. So we get our dresses and our gowns and our shoes and everything, hair done and nails done and all this stuff. Men get their suits uh, are prepared and their shirts and ties and shoes shine or new shoes and haircuts and all of this stuff because we're going in to look our best. So he don't want to return and you're preparing for the wedding. He wants you to have everything ready to go. Uh, uh, women, your, your, your dress match your shoes. Your shoes match your purse. You know, you, you prepared for this. You didn't wait until the last minute. Because ten was wise, if we remember, and, and, and five was wise and five was foolish. And the foolish had to go and get their oil. And when they returned, the door was shut and the wedding was going on. They missed out. We don't want to miss out. We want to have our work done. And it's not the work that's going to save us. God saved us because of his grace and his mercy, most of all, his love for us. But he said the harvest is plenteous and the labors are few. Pray that the Lord of the harvest will send more labor. But how about the labor he called and chose us for, each of us? Yeah, we, we, we have a, a charge to keep and a God to glorify today. So we got to get up from setting down. Look, what if set down on us? Let's imagine this now. You praying to him and he's sitting down doing everything else but looking at and hearing your prayers. He don't even hear your prayers because he's somewhere else doing something else that does not concern the world. He could care less about what's going on. How do you feel? 
How would you feel if you went to him to repent and he wasn't there? Huh? How would you feel? So today, we don't want to turn our backs on God talking about us. We want to prepare for his return. And I know you say, well, the world's still going on like it always, and that's what the words say. They would still be getting married. They would still be having children. Women would still be pregnant. You know, folk won't be still going to school and still want all of this stuff. And he parted that sky. How would we look? When we stand before him, what would your movie show God? My goodness, from Zion. When he plays your movie, what will he see? What will you see? Because from all the way back from day one when you said I do with him, when you went to the altar and asked him to forgive you, you went to the altar and told him you was a sinner and you realized that. And now you need him to forgive you. Come into your heart and live forever. From forward, what will he see? Because before that, that's gone. He forgave him. Put all your ugliness in the sea of forgetfulness. But after that day, what will God see about you? Will he see love in your heart? Will he see that you love others and you was a blessing to them? Will he see selfishness? What will he see? We have to consider these things every day. Because this world is not the same. It has become wickeder and wiser. Even in in the church building, they call it. They call it the church. The building. It has become a building of entertainment. It has become a place where people acting as if they're God. And people run into the pastors, and they're not running to the altar to God. They're looking for the pastor to deliver them. They're looking for the pastor to give them what only God can. And that's a huge set free from any and everything that's holding you bound, that's holding you captive. You can't deliver you. Only God can. And see, when we begin to depend on these people they let us down. They are not God. They're not always hearing from him. Uh-uh. That's what they think. The scripture says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end of is destruction. We got to get with God and get to know him. My sheep know my voice and a stranger. They will not follow. Again, if ever there's a time, draw nearer to God to to begin to prepare to seek God. That time is right now. Right now. We don't want to wait another day. We want to get back to the secret closet. We want to get back to praying in season and out of season. We want to get back to remembering no matter what the blessings God and miracles God have sent our way, we yet back in the closet because we yet need direction from almighty God who have all the power. Yeah. I'm not telling you not to hear your pastor. I'm not telling you not to support your pastor, but be careful. 
main support is in God. We support him more than we support that word. We support prayer. And we love. Not as the world loves. Because people won't understand. The world won't love this. Well, they did you wrong and you still love them, yes. Even said to pray for them, that is spitefully used. So many times you're going to have to get by yourself. Family won't be there with you because they don't understand. Many believe in an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth when God says we got to forgive. And you got to forget. Yes, you do. He forgave and forget. Somebody said, well, I'm not God. Well, you got to be like his son to go back with him. Yeah, you got to look like his son. You got to let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. He forgave them. They done beat him raggedy. Made him carry his own cross. Think of this now. He weak, bloody, and they got somebody to help him carry his cross up Calvary's hill. When he got up there, they stretched him out on the cross and nailed him to it, hand and feet. Hung him up. And before it was all say, said and done, pierced him in his side, put a crown of thongs on his head. That hurt. And he yet suffering right there. He's yet suffering. And said we had to forgive. While he was up there suffering, he asked the Father to forgive them because they knew not what they were doing. And we got to do the same thing, Lord, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Forgive them, Lord. But instead, we get angry. Kill them, God. Strike them down. Let them die. Let them suffer. Let them, because we don't have forgiveness in our hearts. We don't know how to forgive. But yet, if we do something wrong, we want someone to forgive us, and we really want God to forgive. But he said in his word, if we don't forgive, he can't forgive us. So daily, we are recording our own movie. And you may not feel God, you may not see, but you are the one that's recording your own movie. And you're the leading actor. And according to what role you're playing, because you have minimal roles to play. Sometimes you may have to be the preacher. Sometimes you may have to be the nurse. You may have to be the doctor. Sometimes you may have to be the evangelist. Other times, you even have to be the prophet. You may have to be the apostle. You may have to be the preacher, the minister, the pastor, the bishop, the deacon. Whatever position is needed, you, you, you have to step right up and do it. This lady was sharing a story that she married at an early age, had a daughter at 19. And she could sing. And so she is a joke joint. Yeah, and she said she would go in and sing, and they would be dancing and drinking beer. She was a church girl. She'd come out to church. But when she got married, this what her husband enjoyed, so she went with her husband. He knew she could sing, so he went up and talked to the people, and, you know, they knew she could sing, and so every week they had her to come and sing. Well, one weekend they ended up uh, singing and partying and everything, 
and his man falls out in the floor. And they thought he was dead. But eventually somebody come and they got him back to life. And she said he started crying, calling for his mama and asking people to pray for him in the judgment. And she said, it come to shame of me before man, I would be ashamed of you before my father. So she said she went down to him and told him, I'll pray with you. And she, you know, went down and prayed a silent prayer with him. You see that? You never know. You never know when to show up at. You never know when he's returning. We don't know what can happen to us. This is why we don't, we be careful how we treat people. Because the person you treated the worst may be the one who have to come and give you a glass of water. You never know. These may be the people you, your last days, you end up staying with the one. Because they're the only ones that say, I'll take care of you. My door is open to you. But all along, you never liked these people, really. You was fake. You didn't care for them. You talked a good game. And when you could, you talked behind their back and did them dirty. But these are the same people that will have to come to your rescue. Be careful. Yeah. I taught my children that. I taught Sha- mainly Shantae, too. Because I would always tell her, I said, be careful with that now. Because of the, the particular job she had, probation officer, investigator, I said, you be careful. And yet God's people. And if God puts you.